This is the Building Walls Podcast, episode number 57, recorded October 19th, 2021. Gender neutral lawn equipment. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. This is my little sister, Valerie, and I'm Jill's husband. Oh, no, this is Oh, you switched on me. This is my wife. This is my sister. They switched on me. The best way to get something done, if you if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to... Anyway. Mr. President, can I ask you a quick question on Israel before you drive no, away? No, you can't. So <laughs> Not unless you get in front of the car as I step on it. Okay. Um, hang on. Uh... A majority of Americans, and forgive me, I'm just the messenger, no longer consider you to be competent, focused, or effective in the job. Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to come. Welcome to the Building Walls Podcast. Again, my man, Mr. Co-host, Santa Claus. I mean, Chris Dayton. I mean, I've got the full beard going. I can't lie. It's uh, coming in thick. It's nothing to be ashamed of. But it's great. Like, that's nice. That's real nice. It's great. I mean, look at that. Coming in. Ah, What's up? Fired up to be here, man. This is going to be a good show. I can't wait. This is going to be so good. My man, Chad, I'm so excited. I can't wait for everyone to see and hear this first video. This is a gentleman who was at a Dallas Dallas Town Council meeting making fun of liberals. Cue the video. Hello, Mr. Mayor, and thank you for allowing me this time to speak to you today. But unfortunately, the subject that I have to speak about is very traumatic and personal to me. With the new abortion legislation brought forth by the Texas Supreme Court allowing the heartbeat bill and limiting abortions to six weeks is incredibly unconstitutional. Bill Gates' father, William Gates Sr., would be so disappointed in his son for letting this bill pass, considering Gates' family involvement in starting Planned Parenthood with Margaret Sanger. Currently, I'm in a situation where I have three different birthing people pregnant at the same time, and I would like for all of them to have abortions, but unfortunately with this new heartbeat bill, we are unable to get the usual abortions that we often get. I don't like to use any contraception whatsoever because it hinders my performance, so that's why I depend on abortions as a 100% effective form of birth control. (laughs) But now that the state is making it almost impossible for birthing people to even get an abortion, I'm going to be forced to change my entire lifestyle. Roe versus Wade made it very clear that abortions are completely legal, and I wish Dallas would take a page out of New York's rule book and approve late-term abortion up to six hours after birth, because this would solve a lot of problems for expected parents that don't want to have the financial obligation of raising a child that they didn't plan for with money that they don't have. And although I'm perfectly capable of financially supporting a young child, and I know that I would get crazy amount of likes and comments on my TikTok and Instagram accounts from all the cool baby photos, and I can post them in Armani and Gucci baby gear, and it's very easy for me to find birthing people that want me to leave my seat inside them, but unfortunately, I don't have the time or the ability to change my vacations to Cabo San Lucas in Jamaica, because those are non-refundable flights. And I travel to many other international destinations on a regular basis because my social media influence on Instagram is similar to that of Dan Bilzerian or Chrissy Teigen's. But sadly, with multiple children, this could hinder my ability to travel, and I know this may sound a little selfish, but my doctor and psychiatrist both prescribed me an eat-pray-love lifestyle ever since my first ex-wife and her new fiancé died in a fire at our old lake house that she received in the divorce settlement. My two transgender children, my two transgender children from the divorce, Deca and Alex, who are both on puberty blockers, were just surrendered to child protective services until I can get my drunk driving problem behind me. Because I recently got a DWI outside of the Olive Garden on Technology Boulevard after the all-you-can-eat pasta promotion they have. But, but regardless of all the Pinot Grigio and Fettuccine Alfredo, I sit here in front of the mayor and city council begging that you use some of the budgetary funds to hire attorneys and file a lawsuit against Governor Abbott. Just like you're suing for the mass mandate laws that are currently in place by the governor. 
Please do something to reverse this unjust, unconstitutional abortion ban so that I can go back to raw-dogging, birthing people that I meet outside of Arby's and drug rehabilitation centers. And if you're watching this online and you want to smoke Swisher Sweets later and chill with me, hit my Instagram, Stein. all one word, and my Twitter, Alex999. My picture is Greta Thunberg wearing a mask, and my bio says, free the nipple. Thank you. Thank you, Mary Johnson. I appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. Have a good one. Thank you. <laughs> the, best, the best part is that ending. It cuts to the mayor. She just says, thank you. Thank you. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my. What just happened? Where did you find this video? What in the world did I just watch? It was posted on the Internet. It man. was posted on Michael Knowles' Facebook page. Like, he yeah, is, right. he's got he's got a verified check mark what in the <laughs> what in the yeah, world michael Knowles is great part of uh breitbart happened. news oh my god that's so great <laughs> how great is it though right because that's that's what they talk about how am i supposed to be able to afford a child and go through all of this what am i supposed to do for the bad decisions that i've made in Dude, life that had to be a joke though yeah it, it is a joke had, i mean it had to be. he is literally oh, making fun of liberals yeah and then like, he goes to you should hire hire lawyers to sue governor abbott just like you're suing him for the mask mandates <laughs> mm. Mm. i mean is that just everything that these liberals do wrapped up in a nutshell have you ever seen the video of the uh the i think it's like a conference that they're having and they like have all these crazy rules and they call each other comrades. Have you seen this? Like communism like, conference? They're like, they like raise their hand and they get called and they're like point of personal privilege. And then they're like, please don't yell or clap. It, it, it offends me. Uh, please keep everything to a whisper. I, I'll have to find this video for maybe next week. We'll tee this up for oh my god show but it is what is that thing all about that one is actually legit that's them and someone recorded it and you're just like them this can't be real and i like how you just referred to them collectively as them that's them that is them that's all they get i need a drink i need a drink after watching that video my man i say we raise a glass Let's get this show started uh, the properly way. I've got a Hit nice, this rant. Uh, liquid drink here, and you're going to tee us up with the rant. My man, I've got a white Russian. What I got here is something called, or they call it a bee sting. I went to Renaissance Festival once upon a time, and they mix mead with hard cider. So they call it a bee sting. The cider this is, is Down East. This is the original blend. This is a, a New Englander thing. And this thing is wicked good. Let me tell you. It's wicked awesome. It's wicked awesome. If you're in New England, <laughs> you, you, I mean, or just if you're not in New England, if you go to a Renaissance festival, wherever, you got to try a beasting. So mead, if you don't know, is like wine, but it's made with honey instead of grapes. Mixed with a little cider, doesn't get much better than that. Nope, not at all. So to get into the rain here, Chris, what's got me fired up this week and every week and a little bit here and there is how crazy the hypocrisy is from the left, from all of these liberals. The first thing is they want to preach equality over and over again. How often do they want to preach equality? And then they also want biological men to compete with women. Is that fair to women? Does that make women equal in sports? Not at all. You can't have your cake and eat it too. And in case you're a liberal and listen to this and you didn't know, that means you can't have two things that are the exact alternative to each other. You can't be happy and sad at the same time. Just like, how is John Gruden taking so much flack for the things that he said, the things that he did, which we don't condone, yet every rapper that the NFL has performing 
at the Super Bowl has way more offensive lyrics than John Gruden even had in his emails. You know what the difference is? John Gruden's white. How do you justify the hypocrisy? You can't have your cake and eat it too. If there were still real journalists on the left, wouldn't they have questioned it, done something about it, made the statement of it? Why is the hypocrisy so rampant? If Democrats didn't have double standards, they would have no standards. Just like, how is Peppermint Patty doing a White House (laughs) press briefing and literally saying that all the vaccines are good? There's not a problem at at the border. You can't spread COVID if you had have the vaccine. That everyone needs to be man mandated. That they're not going to raise taxes. That what whatever the other stupid one she said too. Oh, businesses are are not going to raise the prices of goods. How are you that stupid? That's all it is. It's blatant stupidity. Why is the hypocrisy so rampant? Right? You can't have your cake and eat it too. Mm. Why do you want equality, yet you want to let physically superior beings, physically, I said, right? Because the average weight, height, and strength of a male is far greater than that of a female. So why do you want to have them compete in a test of physical ability with women? That is the exact opposite of equality. You are literally saying we are going to unlevel the playing field now because we are going to bring in people who are more physically able than you are. Just like if you have a fish tank full of fish, don't throw a piranha in there. It's going to eat the rest of the fish. That's what all of these biological men do when they compete with women. They eat the rest of the fish. They are the piranha in the fish tank. Mm. You cannot compete with a physically superior being. And if you're a biological man and that's you, you you, you have to live with yourself. Literally, you're living with yourself being the exact opposite. Mm. Is that healthy? Is it? Is it healthy for us as as a nation with this hypocrisy to promote safety with a vaccine mandate? And at the same time, these vaccine mandates are pushing the police force out, pushing military members out, pushing doctors, nurses away from the medical field. Is that making everyone safer? How stupid do you have to be? Unbelievable. This is crazy, Chris. This I know. Is crazy. I know. I think uh, John Stewart said it best when he said, "I think we make a mistake focusing all on Donald Trump." You know, he's we're, you know he's right. He goes on to say, as though he's Magneto and some incredible supervillain. He's not Magneto. He's not. There's no Professor X, the X Men. You know, coming to say that the, the Democrats think that's what they are. They think they're the X-Men and they're going to save us all because in reality, they're just the mutants. <laughs> right. And they have to continue to, to to peg Donald Trump as this person to keep the focus on him and keep the focus away from the stupid things that the, that they do. You know, I was reading something about Ted, Ted Cruz talking the other day, saying that uh, for years through Trump's presidency, Democrats were pushing kids in cages, kids in cages. Now you have a senator of Texas. He's there. He lives in the state where kids are being kept in cages. And he said these cages are way more full than they ever were, and they're bigger. Who built the cages, Joe? Who built the cages? Who built them? Joe, who built the cages? You know, but when you have guys like John, John Stewart who are incredibly liberal, 
and Bill Maurer, who we've mentioned a few times on the show, come out and say things like this. Doesn't that kind of raise a red flag to you? I mean, it does. It's, uh, dude, that was a good rant. I mean, that's spot on, first of all, you know, with everything you were saying. And Gosh, you're so amazing. Thank just, you. It's just the, the liberal hypocrisy that we deal with. And honestly, I, I feel like there's, you know, Republican hypocrisy as well, but it's just not as poignant as what the Democrats do. Like, it's, right. there's, some, there's a lot of stuff that the Democrats do. You're like, look at all the stuff that they're like promoting with like the wear your mask, but then they don't wear a mask. You know, they don't lead by example in any effing thing they do. I mean, it's literally crazy. Everything they say is like, well, that's what I want you to do. I, I'm not talking about me. They lie right to your face because they know and, they can get away with it. And they don't even think twice about it. They just don't even think twice about the fact that they lied to you. And then they expect the rest of the American public to just be like, yeah, whatever. You know, whatever. I'm going on. I'm going to live my life. But there's like tent city in los angeles and san francisco and all these liberal cities that are run by democrats that are in the toilet like nobody wants to live there companies are moving out like what, what's going on like this is crazy talk but did they act like literally they act like the the i i forgot what it was i think it was on south park you know the the cop like nothing to see here nothing to see here keep walking along uh nothing to see here that's what they treat. That's how they treat all Americans. It's insane. They lie right to our face and just expect us to listen and believe it. I know that that's exactly what they do. And you're right. They're way more direct and in your face because they know that if they say a lie long enough and loud enough, people will believe it compared to the the Republicans will say it and then just kind of curl up in a ball and sit in a corner. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, oh, that's yeah. great. Nothing to Mr. Producer. <laughs> that's so awesome. You it's know, helicopter and, on the prowl. <laughs> and the tough part is when people like John Stewart and Bill Maurer say this stuff, it doesn't get any media attention because they don't want it to. Well, that's because the media is in bed with them. The media is part of the democratic, you know, it's an extension of the democratic. Oh, I was in bed right now. <laughs> I mean, you're not lying. I wish I was too. But you know what? It's uh, but you know what? You'll get that Tuesday. on your birthday, though, right? Well, your birthday's coming up, isn't that? Isn't that correct? There, oh, Chris? Mr. Producer, it, with a indeed. hot plug. You right? know, when you're listening to this show, when it drops on Friday, guess what, baby? Happy birthday yeah. to, to Chris. you. Let's go, okay. Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. So. <laughs> Let's get to our good news story, our wholesome story of the week. How it's not Let's Go, Brandon. It's not Let's – I mean, that's pretty wholesome. I think it's wholesome. That is wholesome. That kid at the NASCAR race, or maybe not NASCAR, but whatever car race. Whatever race it was. Yeah. Start your engines. Let's go, Brandon. I don't I don't have a <laughs> mullet and drink, uh, and drink the Bud Heavy, so I don't watch too many NASCAR races. Uh, that's what video's for, man. That's right. So let's see this article here. Pull this up, Mr. Producer. A couple of cockapoos. So adorable. I love dogs. And you love my dog, right, Chris? Max. No, I, he's the I hate man. Dog. Get out of here. You know you love Max. Your dog constantly attacks me. I hate it. He loves you. He attacks <laughs> you with licks. Notice I called it it, not he. It's not he, Max. He, he did lose his it. balls. Did lose his balls. Yeah, he's so, so it, you're not wrong. So he's a herma, he's a huma, hermaphrodite. Is that the right term? Hermaphrodite. No, is that right? No, no, it, no he's a eunuch. That's the exact oh, eunuch. He's a, eunuch. Yeah, <laughs> he's a, dude, did you watch Game of Thrones? That's what I learned about eunuchs. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he's still got his dangling, <laughs> just no ball sack. So yeah, these two pup puppies. Haven't seen each other for a while. We're adopted. But then they recognize each other on walks, give each other hugs. It's so adorable. Why can't we be like that? A black and a white puppy here. See, you had to take it there. They, they don't even see race. They don't. Dogs don't care. 
It's so adorable. But you know what? Also, the white dogs never enslaved the black dogs and like oh my families and you had to go there. You know, like there's that part of the whole dog thing. What a myth! What a myth! So what if you showed a white dog? Did you mention that? Let's just the black dogs are. Oh my god! I know. Seriously, edited cut. Doing it what doggy style? That's what I meant. So it's so great, Chris, that you mentioned that. I just want to throw a little blurb in here before we move on. Is that the myth out there, right? The 1612 pro- project when slavery first began in America. Do people understand who sold black slaves to America? Black people in Africa. Nothing to see here. Nothing yeah. to see here. Nothing to see here. Just move along. Do people understand along. <laughs> that white slave owners were known to treat slaves better than black slave owners? Look, dude. Nothing not to see even, here. I'm not Again, even going nothing to, to see like, here. Like, nothing to see here. But honestly, God, like, you're still a slave. It doesn't matter. Like, you're like, oh, I treat sure. you better. Okay, yeah, I'm, but look, I'm still a slave. Right. It's just the fact that this is such such uh, a raid on white men first off me you and mr producer have never owned a slave in our life no but i did take a class at michigan state university called the morality of slavery and uh it was you know a black professor who had written the book ironically for the class what a shocker and uh on the first day of (laughs) just plugging his own book sales right in there yeah Literally, you on the all first need day to class, buy my book and read it. 300 kids in this class. It's Michigan State University. It's a big class. And I'm sitting down there, front row. And the guy calls on me. He, he's, he's making an example. He has me stand up. He goes, you, right there. You. Yeah, you. And he put, I'm like, me? And he's like, yeah, stand up. Me, you, like, you, me, me, you, you, me. So I stand up. And uh, he's talking to the class. He goes, that's the evil white slaveholder. And I go, me? I don't have any slaves. I, I was so uncomfortable. I was like, uh, 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 yeah, um, no. And he's and he goes, no, I'm just. He was like, I'm just using a visual, like, not you. You know, go ahead, sit down, whatever. And sure enough, maybe not my finer moment, but I did blurt out. I don't have any slaves, but if I did, they'd be cleaning my dorm room right now. What? And uh, that was not as well received as I thought it might be. Uh, that didn't go real well. The good news was, is, if you ever run for political stupid. office, that's already out in the air now. So they yeah. can't come at I, you for that like, stuff. For real. Like, like John like, Gruden's emails from 10 years ago. I mean, that was in 1997. Or Donald Trump from 2000, whenever, grabbing them in the. I like grabbing them there. So, as we kind of get it. <laughs> what? No, I cut. can't run. Edited. Cut. <laughs> Vote Dayton for Michigan governor. Can we mute him, please? That's, that's <laughs> never going to happen. So, I just want to end about this, my Chris. I know, Chad, right now, I want to end my political career. I want to end it. I'm going to political rear. Wow. Political rear. Now we'll do it live. <laughs> wow. Maybe not this week, but next week we're doing it live. So make sure you tune in next week. Totally shamelessly plugging That's that. That's right. Away. You can understand That's how it. Dayton's going to end his political rear. Career. Jeez. Moving please. on to you and your rear and gender oh. neutral toy sections. California is doing some wild stuff right now. California is the first state to create, to mandate, more adequately put, gender-neutral toy sections for large retailers. Because they want to stop stigmatizing what's acceptable for certain genders and just let kids... Be kids dude i've said this a thousand times we weekly are- rant coming up here number yeah. two let's go yeah, here we go <laughs> pay attention people <laughs> this is what happens when you defer and give away your ability to think and process 
to the government. By the way, here's the thing. I have a daughter. She's 11. You know what? I'm married and I raised my daughter with my wife. You know who I'm not raising my parent or my uh, my daughter with? A co-parent named the government. Like, I don't co-parent with the government. I'm the parents. I will decide what is right for my daughter, what she should see, what she shouldn't see, at what rate she should see it. The world's a sick place. Man, it's messed up. But she's 11. She doesn't need to see everything right now. She will in good time. But you know what? I don't need the government telling me how to raise my daughter. Or better yet, what she can learn in school. Guess what? The public school system works for me. In my local municipality, I pay taxes. The local school government or school district should adhere to what the parents want taught. Not whatever whatever they decide. We're not co-parenting here. This is insane. But that's a problem, Chad. Everybody thinks that we're co-parenting and that the government is going to tell us what is good for us. That we now have to have gender-neutral toy sections because we might offend somebody? Get the hell out of here. Like, for real, get the hell out of here. The best part of that article is the fact that it's – so quote from the article, large department stores must display products like toys and toothbrushes in gender-neutral ways. What the hell are you doing with a toothbrush? toothbrush? (laughs) (laughs) This is insane. You you are so right. We are not co-parents with the government. The government literally thinks just because they say so, it is done. That's the whole reason why the Constitution said that the states have the overruling power of the federal government. They're treating us like we're a divorced couple. I have friends. Who have, uh, you know, gotten married? They had children together, and then, sadly, they get divorced. Well, you know what? They still have the children together, so they have to what? Co-parent. They have to make decisions that are best. And it's it's tough because you got divorced from that person for a reason, probably because they're a fucktard. Sorry, but they are. And you know what? You're trying to make decisions for your children, and so you got to bounce it off them. Well, then you add in the government. When is the government like my divorced, you know, ex-wife? Can we divorce the government? I want to. I think we should. I want to file for divorce. You don't get to tell me what to do anymore. By the way, I'm not paying your alimony. I mean your taxes anymore. Oh, please and thank you. No more taxes. Like, for real. You keep charging me money. What am I paying for? What exactly do I get for that? I'm. I, for, forgive me, Chad. I am... The type of person who I um, pay attention to my money. I want my money to go out. I want it to make friends. And I want it to come back to me. I'm not a big fan of paying my money to somebody who just goes and squanders it and does whatever the hell they want with it. Well, you know what it's going to get you, though? You know what it's going to get you? It's going to get you something. It's going to get you a $1 trillion coin. That's what your tax money is going to get you. Oh, that's, that's what's going to get you. Talk about in. inflation. Talk about inflation. Let's just let's take a moment and bring up this whole the build back better agenda costs zero dollars. You are stupid. Nothing costs zero dollars if it costs money. It doesn't matter who is paying it. Nothing costs zero dollars. Chris, I cannot give you a McDouble from McDonald's. It does not cost zero dollars. It costs you zero dollars. But it cost me $1.69, whatever it is. Everything costs <laughs> something. Man. They literally think that if they tell people it costs $0, and because this is true, the general public thinks it costs $0. They don't. They can't think. Liberals cannot think. Li- liberals do not have one brain cell. In their Dude. head that allows them to think beyond what they see in front of their face. My man, your your rant was so spot on though, because in that same vein, they say it's not it's not gonna cost you anything, but then they turn around and go, Hmm, I think we need to raise the debt ceiling. Really? Why do you need to raise the debt ceiling? If right, it doesn't, doesn't cost me. anything. And so Mr. Mr. Chris, 
our resident economics professor. Please tell me what happens when the rich begin to pay more in taxes, allegedly. Which let's just you want me to put on? Do yeah, you want me to put let's on just go under the assumption that they are paying more tax taxes. No, what happens to the cost of goods? What happens to labor? Well, no, I mean, but which which response do you want? Do you want my, my liberal response or do you want the reality response? I want the truth. <laughs> the truth of the matter is that corporations make money. Their job, the CEO of that company who's responsible for the stewardship of the capital that's been raised and given to them that generates money, that provides incomes for all the families that are employed there, their job is very simple. It's to create more profit. Profit, by definition, is revenue minus expenses. Mm. Revenue is the amount of money that comes in. Expenses is the amount of money that goes out. The leftover is profit. The number one job of every CEO in the country is to make more profit. So you can do it one of two ways. You can increase the revenue or you can de decrease the expenses. Here's a tip. If you're the CEO of a company and a third party comes in and tells you, you have more expenses now, i.e. you're going to have to pay more taxes. Well, guess what I'm going to do? Looks like those prices on all the goods and services we have are going up you know why captain you know why they're going up because that's how you increase revenue revenue that's what you gotta do and then what happens when these prices go up right then the same 15 dollars an hour that you want to earn when you not have to pay five dollars for a gallon of milk 15 dollars an hour doesn't really matter does it nope it's all the same it's illusionary it's a pass-through tax that's illusionary on all of America. See, because it's all of America. Here's what Democrats do, right? I need another drink. Just talking about that. Makes that's me why thirsty. I'm just it makes me thirsty. A fireball over raise here. a glass to you. Oh, do you got some fireball with you? Hey, you Tech Kellen, watching you got me? some fireball? I, I yeah, do. I, I I definitely. I already took one. We man. have fun I, on this show. You guys if got you're watching, fire? if you're should... listening, we have fun on this show. We do. That's it's what the, the show's all about. Because we're just a couple of average Joes. You know what I mean by that is this is not our profession. And it's we don't wake up every gym. day. <laughs> if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball, asshole. You know we're not here. Fucking we don't. Norris. We don't wake up every every day researching this stuff. We don't have a three four hour radio show, TV spot, none of that stuff. We're just a couple of dudes having a good time. Or a few dudes. Well, a couple of dudes and an attack helicopter. An attack helicopter. Yeah, Don't misgender so. me. Don't misgender me, asshole. We're going to have a special yeah. toy section in Targets for attack <laughs> Just helicopter. for me? Perfect. You know, for everyone have, who wants to identify It'll have the Blackhawks just on the wall, right? How dare you bring racial color into yeah, this? Yeah, that was super racist. So not cool. Matthew. Points of personal privilege. If you, know, you could, I, please <laughs> remove all color from any commentary. It upsets me and makes me very upset. Here's the other thing that's upsetting, Chris, is to continue on with this <laughs> point of California. Let's. This blew my mind when I saw it. Not only is the U.S. trying to ban like every single gas-powered vehicle by the year 20 whatever california has now enacted a bill where they are going to ban gas-powered lawnmowers and leaf blowers by 2024 saying that a, a leaf blower a gas leaf blower one hour of use pumps out more pollution than driving a 2016 toyota camry 1100 miles come on man get out of here Get out of here, See, Joe Biden! Just, right now, dude, come on, man. This is what you were just talking about with how these Democrats act. They, when it comes to things like taxes, they always, they never show what their true face is, right? That there's always this roundabout way. They say that we're not going to raise your taxes because they're not. But if the cost of goods is more, if your wages are higher. It's all percentage-based. Your taxes go up. 
and they now, get more money. Here's what they're saying though, and here's what people believe is well, my income tax bracket didn't go up. But if you make more money in a percentage-based system, you therefore pay more taxes. If the cost of goods is higher, 10% of $100 is $10. 10% of $1,000 is $100. It's 10%. But if that cheeseburger costs a dollar and you pay 10 cents on it, and then that cost of that cheeseburger goes to $2, you now pay $0.20 cents in taxes, which means they just doubled the amount of taxes that you pay. It is simple math. Economics is not a difficult concept. No. But the issue is they don't teach these things in public schools. Instead, they want to teach critical race theory, Chris. Why? Because if they teach you critical race theory and they can keep you stupid as long as they can and you don't know about taxes, you never question the system. End rant. Dude, rant 3.0 in this show. <laughs> Man. Oh, man, I know it's it gets your heart pumping. It's like literally like I think the people in California are sitting man. around being like, what could we do that is the absolute dumbest possible crap? And let's go ahead and pass that because, hey, we won the recall. Allegedly. Mm -hmm. Let's not I mean, let's not on. worry about the homeless problem that we have Move in our along, state. Folks. Not at all. Let's let's focus on banning gas powered lawn care equipment that sounds like a brilliant idea i approve yeah and meanwhile you've got people lined up you know with massive needs drug problems sex trafficking everywhere not to mention the supply chain issue with a hundred ships tanker ships full of cargo sitting off the coast of la let's go so, brandon let's go brandon because <laughs> here's the thing that they know that we all know yeah, most of us don't talk about it, mainly because we don't see it. We don't walk the streets and see this all the time. But, Chris, if you're homeless, if you live in a tent, do you have the willpower, the ability, the know-how to put your foot down and stand up to the government? Dude, think about that for a minute. You're homeless. You've worked. I mean, it takes a decent amount of bad choices and bad decisions in this country to end up homeless. Agreed? Yeah. All choices have consequences, whether you like them or not. Now, I will tell you, I had a very interesting thing happen to me uh, this past Friday. You ready for this story? Week before your birthday, I might add. A week before. But I went down to Pensacola, Florida. Flew in. I was uh, doing a meeting for uh, the work, the job, and I was meeting with uh, uh, you know a guy who runs the a work. Yeah, it's the some work. ambiguous thing. The work. Yeah, something that <laughs> homeless people should strive for. Oh man. Jeez. Oh so man. This gets a Yikes. lot worse. This gets this gets a lot worse. It's a lot worse. Don't Us worry. in the building walls podcast. Need you to understand that. You need to understand the context to everything that's said on this show. Because we we go off the rails. <laughs> so I'm down at this meeting, and uh, the guy who's hosting it rides a Ferrari. Uh, it's a really nice Ferrari. It's red. It's, you know, get your Harry. Get your Harry. I mean, that's a that's an Amway thing for uh, you guys listening, but. It's got a Ferrari. I make a joke. I make it off color, you know, like thing like, hey, I used to grow up. I wanted to drive a Testarossa when I was a kid. I loved it. It was on the wall. Ended up going for a test drive as an adult. And I'm a bigger dude. I'm six foot three. I've got, you know, a little bit of, you know, got some meat on the bones. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, <laughs> you know, since we're doing the nothing to see here, we're like well South fat. Park thing, I'm, I'm not fat. I'm big boned. <laughs> okay, <laughs> beefcake, beefcake, <laughs> weight gain 4,000, here we go, <laughs> so anyway, I get in this car, and you know what, you know what happens when you, a big dude gets in a Ferrari Testarossa, the steering wheel gets like right up against your chest, you're like, oh my god, and it was a stick shift too, and I'm like, oh, I'm trying to drive this car, right, uh, and I couldn't tell if people were looking at the, me because it was, I was driving a Ferrari Testarossa, or the fact that there was this huge fat dude sitting there, drive the car 
you know, like it was awkward. And the dream uh, is over, over. So anyway, I'm telling this guy, you know, that story. And he goes, you know what? They're a little bit more spacious now. And I go, really? And I, I don't know the exact thought. I think it was a 460 Modena, uh, you know, Ferrari, uh, red. It was awesome. Sounded amazing. He goes, hey, do you want to get in? You want to go for a ride? You want to drive? Was it a stick sure. shift, by the way? Or was it automatic? Uh, automatic paddle. I've, I've noticed that. A lot of supercars are just automatics now. Yeah. So we take it out, right? I'm in Pensacola. I'm in a Ferrari. And I'm rolling down the street. I mean, like, man, that car, it sounds hot. It, and, you know, it's like everybody else. They look, you know, that's a car that you turn and you look at who's driving that. Like, wow. Well, the problem is I pulled up right to a stoplight. And I look over to my left. I'm at, you know, I'm like, I'm at a stoplight. And there's a homeless dude standing there. And he's got his sign. And, you know. Anything will help. And he's holding his sign up. And he looks right at me and he's God like, bless. Hey, I've got my sign. You see me, pal? And I'm like, uh, not my car. And I got to tell you, it felt a little bit different. It just hit a little bit different when you're driving a Ferrari and you pull up next to the, the homeless person. And you're like, ah, dude, yeah, I can't help you. But the irony of all ironies is right behind him was a restaurant. With a sign that said "Help Wanted," so he's standing out there with his sign. Please help me. I'm homeless, but yet there's a sign right behind you that says "Help Wanted," and it's like, dude, really? Is that where we're at? We're you got the Ferrari, the guy driving a Ferrari uh, with a homeless dude Chris. staring at him like, "Help me!" When there's a "Help Me" sign, I want to help you sign right behind him. Chris, that's such a great so that's such a great story. You so you're such a good storyteller. I'm just gonna give you props <laughs> right now. Not storytelling is not for everyone. If I could improve in one area of my life, I think it would be storytelling. There's no way to grab an audience like telling a good story, right? Yeah. And there's two things that pop into my head when I hear that. The first thing is in the Bible, it says, if you don't work, you don't eat. What that yeah. literally means is that you can't just forego your dutiful obligations. You have to work at something. I guess you can call it their work in the corner. Not like a prostitute, but, you know, their well, work in the corner. Not soon enough, soon not enough to be confused. Faith without works is dead. Right. Hebrews so, 11. My second thought to that is, which I'm going to wrap this in so beautifully with the hypocrisy of the left, right? Right. Most of the left has this huge push towards evolution in school, which comes along with survival of the fittest. If you believe in these things and you're trying to push Christianity, the faith, that, that particular religion, faith, out of the government, out of the U.S., then survival of the fittest would apply in this situation. And how many times do you hear people on the left scream that all this homelessness in L.A., San Francisco, Chicago, New York, find a big city, name it, is all due to capitalism. Yet the country of Venice, Venezuela which 30 years ago was something like the third fastest growing economy in the world got hit with a dose of the communism. And now their poverty rate is something enormous. Mr. Producer, if you can look it up, it's, it's something like it's over 50%. I'm pretty sure. And it's, and it's rising because they continue to do the same communistic principles. If you don't work, you don't eat. Survival of the fittest. Right? If you if if you believe that on the left, you want to push evolution, you want to get religion out of everything. Survival of the fittest. That's why biological men will do better in physical competitions mm. than biological women. 
extreme poverty in Venezuela rises to 76.6%. That is communism at its finest. We can't pull the numbers for China and Russia. Why? Because they're commun. They're commies. They don't share those things. They're commies. Yeah. 76.6% is the poverty rate in a country. Dude, there's like 350 million people in the U.S. That means somewhere north of 220 million people would live in poverty. That's over three out of every four people you know live in poverty. That is wild. That's communism. Less than 30 years ago, Venezuela's economy was booming. Look what happened. They make bad decisions, Chad. They make bad decisions. Like, literally, I'm looking at our show notes here, and it, and I agree a thousand percent that we were net exporters of energy under Trump. Like, remove the fact that you hate Trump if you're listening and you're like, oh, my God, I Dude, hate him. So like, say that one more matter, time. Say that. Say that one more time, because this we is wild. Were net exporters of energy. We sold energy created here in the domestic United States, and we exported it to other countries. You know who we did? Germany. And the first time, and I don't know when we were net exporters. Yep, we flipped the switch. Now, here's the thing. So, diving a little deep on this. Uh, there is a, an ideology behind this that like there's only so much finite energy. You know, when we talk about oil or oil, you know, and we, how we matter is neither created nor destroyed. Nor destroyed, right? And it's mined, and we we dig for oil, and yes, we're basically buying our oil now at whatever price we're at uh, from other countries. In this case, uh, the Middle East and OPEC and things like that. And it's going to cost more because with supply and demand, we have a lot of demand here in the United States to maintain and, uh, you know, accomplish the travel that we maintain our gas powered lawnmowers. Right. Right. And there's a, there's a idea that when that scarcity hits, when, when that runs dry in uh, the middle East or other places, then we have our domestic you know, supply stash that we can still maintain our own right. way of life. And I get that. I totally, that's one theory. The, and that is in line with why the push for different sources like electric cars. Hmm. Think about that. You know, in different or ways. Or the of fact traveling. that the U.S., these liberals in the U.S. are not okay with the U.S. fracking. But they're okay with other countries fracking. Right. Because it's it's not the US. Because they don't want to use our stuff right now. They don't want to like tap into ours and they don't want to compete with the other oh, countries. Is that it? Yeah, that's what it is. Because <laughs> it's unsafe on an well, Indian burial ground. That's a lot of what the left does is they they um maneuver their agenda under the the guise of humanitarianism quite frankly and uh it's very evident that that's what they do right look at the southern border hey we need to help these people in the meantime these people are coming across the border who knows who they are oh they're man good, they're bad they're ugly they i'm not sure if we could start there they drugs they might be i don't know if we should get into illegal immigration we're not, we're not. And but, mask mandates. Yeah, we're not. We're yeah, going to go oh, back man. to Woo. the fact that, no, but like Woo. even on the energy Woo. thing, we could have helped Germany. You could have helped other countries. You could have helped those people, but we didn't. We decided to shift and change how we were going to do our own energy. We went out and get, sourced it from another place. And you know what? Those countries, they still need help. And so they went and found other help. Guess who was waiting? The communism country. Of Russia, Russia, right. if we Russia, get into Russia. these things, right? China doesn't care about fracking. Russia doesn't care about fracking. Right. If we don't do these things, and how long has U.S. been on this push of fighting communism, of trying to make other countries democracies, which I still never understood? Aren't we trying to make them republics? Because that's what we are, or we were. So they give up this they give up this power and this control to let 
communism win? Because if they're the only players in the market, from an economical standpoint, what happens, Chris? They can charge whatever they want. Then it becomes a monopoly, essentially a pseudo-monopoly. Pseudo-monopoly. Yeah. A faux-monopoly. Faux. But you're so right. Like, if the liberals want to be so up in arms about these things and and this humanitarian push, then stop bitching about things when they cost so much. I mean. Stop complaining about your energy cost. If you don't want to. Nothing to see here. Nothing uh, to see here. what gets me is i'm so sick of hearing this stuff i'm so sick of hearing someone complain about how much things cost and then ask for a 15 dollar an hour wage why don't you take some personal responsibility learn a new skill and go make yourself more valuable in the workplace go offer a product that people want and charge whatever you want for it but stop complaining that someone else should come and give you a handout. Why don't you take a hand up? You know, one of the best things I heard was Tony Robbins talking about the fact that as people, as souls, as, you know, just creation itself, we're all equal. We are all equal. We should be given equal opportunity. But uh, what's not equal is our place in the marketplace. You have different skills, sets, and talents and abilities that produce different incomes in the marketplace. And you can change those things. You know, I mean, by and large, you can change those things. Like, I'm never going to learn how to throw a football like Matthew Stafford, right? I'm not going to be the number one. I'm not going to be the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. Uh, I'm not going to be able to throw a spiral on a dime to a wide receiver. And I'm not going to get paid $35 million a year or Patrick Mahomes money for 50 million. Bowls. I've won four turkey bowls. I mean, I know you did, but you still didn't get drafted because that skill set. But that Facts. marketplace, you know, people come and pay. And the, the NFL has created and all professional sports have created a marketplace for that skill, talent, and ability. Well, we're not the same. I don't need the same... I, I actually have the same opportunity. I can go try out. I'm not going to get picked because I can't throw the ball like that. So I have to find out what my skill, talent, and ability is, and I have to go get that into the marketplace, and then I get what I get based on the demand of the marketplace. If you want something different, go do something different. But that's the problem. The left doesn't see it that way. They see everybody should have equal outcome. We should all be the same. There's no way that Matthew Stafford should get $30 million a year for throwing a football. They literally think that. And yet they show up on Sunday and pay the money to see him play. That's the hypocrisy. Right, And they watch it on TV and they go to Buffalo Wild Wings to watch the football games. Roar! And they bet money on <laughs> DraftKings. That was fantastic. Yeah. Dude, Chris, you are so spot on. If you don't agree with these things, why do you continue to feed it? They feed it in spite of the fact that they hate it. Here's the thing. If you care about it, don't pay for it. Right? Just like the whole humanitarian thing. If you're going to take this humanitarian high ground, then just don't complain about it. If you're going to complain about him making $30 a year, then don't pay for the ticket. And don't turn on your TV. Right. Don't support it. But they do. I mean, dude, this lines up right in their next topic. So it, it does. It's the it's that man. The more <laughs> I read about this stuff, it is so wild. CNN. I, I just read something else about CNN earlier earlier which was so fantastic this is like the first week i think it was the first week and how however long (laughs) that not one show on cnn had a million viewers or more i mean more people listen to the building walls podcast than watch (laughs) cnn (laughs) (laughs) so dude when they're pushing things 
and the, to, why are we still talking about this? This was like so three months ago, Chris. Oh my god, like three months ago. Talking about Joe Rogan taking horse dewormer when he had COVID. Because he got COVID. He took ivermectin. He took a humanized form of ivermectin, which has been around you... for years. Oh my god, why do you keep calling it the China virus? <laughs> because it comes from China. So why do they keep pushing that Joe Rogan is taking horse to, to warmer? Yes, Dude, horses take ivermectin. Dude, Don Lemon comes out later and says, yes, CNN's right. No, they're CNN not. CNN is right. He's taking horse to warmer. How stupid do you have to be when you are belligerently lying? Hey. How'd that go for the uh, Cuomo thing? I'm sure you backed that horse, too, since you like horse dormer. <laughs> it is crazy. There can, Don Lemon comes out after the uproar and says, no, Sanjay Gupta, he is right. Joe Rogan was taking horse dormer. <laughs> Do you wonder why your ratings are continuing to go down? Because even the people on the left understand how stupid you are. Well, they they see through it. They they're like, "Come on, man!" I just mean, stop. At, at some point, they're just they want to be right. They want to believe that what they're saying is right, and then they hear their mouthpiece say things like this, and they're like, "Ah, uh, that's not helping our cause." But they continue to do it. I mean, how many times have you heard something on CNN that's so off the wall? And it, it's so. We have these people who are on CNN, right? Appears, appears Morgan. He's even, uh, he's gotten some pretty good backlash lately for coming against things. Uh, a Ricky Gervais, a Bill Maurer, uh, you know, all these people. A John, a John Stewart. Now, I, I don't know what else he said. He actually has a new, sh I think he has a new show. Not that I'm trying to promote. Yeah, it's that on or, Apple TV. It's actually fantastic. If people yeah. have Apple TV. Uh, you know, when you get done with Ted Lasso, you should actually throw on the John Stewart show stuff. So here, you know, we're talking about the hypocrisy of the left, of of the liberals, these extremist liberals. It's okay when John Stewart laughs about it and makes a joke, right? As a white man, because he's pushing your own point. But it's not okay when Dave Chappelle makes a joke about it. About different yeah. things, right? Like the the hypocrisy is so rampant. Dude, I I have a, I guess I I've been thinking about this for a few days now, and I have a legit serious question. Actually, both for you and for Attack Helicopter. Uh, <laughs> but are we not living in an age right now that the words of other people? Are affecting other people to the point where they're just now taking that and weaponizing it back against them. You know, you think about like the John Gruden thing. What he said was 10 years ago. Who cares? By the way, they're just words. And you had like a grown man who's an NFL player. Like, I need a day off. Dude. Oh really? Yeah. Why? What is so wrong in your world? That the words of another man, not the physical altercation, not the threat of absolute violence where a guy held a gun to your head, not that they stole from you or emptied your bank account, not that they raped your kids or did whatever, that the real travesties of the world that are happening, but they said some mean things to you. Oh my God. They don't like gay people. They don't like black people. They don't like Asians. They don't like whatever. Who fucking cares? Honest to God, who cares? And why do you need a day off for that? How weak are you? How weak have people become that that's where we're at right now? It's insane. I mean, These unpopular, unpopular opinion going along with what you said is that Simone Biles, you're competing for a gold medal. 
and you need a mental health day, you're going to just forego your spot in the Olympics. If that's what you have to do, if you can't handle the pressure, don't compete. Go home. Give your spot to someone else who will work for it, who has earned it. Who wants it. Yeah. If you're not going to compete, it's okay. Don't go there. It is okay. It's It's totally okay. okay. If that's what you need. But that's not what we're we're You can't have your cake and eat it too. No. You can't live in two different realities at the same time. Just nothing to see here, man. Nothing to see, but I'm making up crap. I'm just going to be like, you know what, Chad? The words that you've used in this show are so offensive to me. I'm so upset. And this is coming full circle to the guy in the video. video. Dallas City Council. I just want to be able to raw dog whoever I want. You know what? And I can't go to my dad's funeral because I'm not vaccinated. Oh, God. I do. I can't believe that there was a Michigan.gov commercial talking about how this these people this push to be vaccinated. The first thing I'll say about this is I ran into somebody over the weekend who we got into the conversation of vaccinations, and I made the statement of a vaccination is for you. They said no, it's not. It's also to keep it from spreading to to others. I said, what are you talking about? If you get COVID and you're vaccinated, you can still spread it to others. Like this is a known fact. And they go, oh, geez, I didn't, I didn't know that. Mm. What? So then you have this Michigan.gov commercial talking about he missed his dad's funeral because he wasn't vaccinated. Here's my question. Why is that something? Shouldn't it be that it's wrong that he had to miss his dad's funeral because he wasn't vaccinated. Why is he asking permission? With all due respect, and I'm going to say this, and maybe this is a sobering moment, uh, but for our audience, my uh, my father passed away when I was 32. Uh, I was, uh, you know, it was a very tough time for our family. Uh, but that was, you know, several years ago. That was in 2009 that that happened. So that's 12, 12 years. It's coming up on 13 years uh, in February that my dad will have passed away. And uh, I miss him every day. I wish he was here. I wish I could talk to him. I wish in the last 13 years, so much has changed in my life. I've gotten divorced. I've uh, started a business. Uh, I've gotten remarried. I have a, a beautiful daughter now. There's so much that I want to share with my dad that I can't. But I will tell you, Chad, that in that moment, that week, when I got that call on Monday morning, that my father passed away. And I had to go to the hospital and I had to stand there and I had to look at his body. That was just getting cold. And I kept standing there staring at him saying, Dad, please wake up. Just please wake up. The disbelief of my father's passed away and then going through the whole week of, you know, the preparations and having to figure everything out and have to buy a casket and and find a funeral home and, and coordinate everything and let everybody know if someone was going to come in and tell me that I couldn't go to my dad's funeral, I would lose my mind. The answer is no. I don't need your permission. To do that. I don't need your permission. This is America. I'm going to go do whatever I'm going to go do. And you can deal with the consequences afterwards. Because the finality of death. Of losing a parent. Is very difficult to deal with. It's not fun. I don't wish it on anybody. And I you know, I would do anything. To have just one more minute with my dad. Just one. Just to talk to him, to tell him I love him, to tell him I miss him, to tell him I'm proud to be his son. And there's no way that I was going to miss his funeral. 
right. for somebody this, to say over COVID? Yeah, and this liberal government is pushing this when the death rate on COVID, especially for the majority of people in the U.S., is so low. It's incredible. And to follow up with that other point that the person I ran into made, I go, listen, have you ever got a flu shot to, pro to protect others? They said, no. I said, yeah, you're right. You get a flu shot to protect yourself. So the fact that the Michigan government is promoting this, like you said, mm -hmm. that is the finality of that. There's one last moment that you're going to get. Why is that even a commercial? Why is there not an uproar about that commercial? Imagine if Trump was president pushing this vaccine like that. People would be up in arms about that yeah. commercial. How dare President Trump push the vaccine like that? Which, by the way, the vaccine everyone's taken out is that vaccine that President Trump helped get created. Operation Warp Speed. How does that feel? I don't know. Running through your DNA. Dude, this if is you're good. vaccinated. Yeah. Good show, man. Good show. It's always a good show. When you're <laughs> when you're involved and Mr. Producer. Yeah, no, dude. We'd love attack helicopter, man. We're glad he edits us out. Thanks. When we say unruly things. This one is a little bit more off the cuff, but uh we're looking forward to going live. A few more shots nice of fireball. Time. Tech helicopter, why don't you tell us about what the plan is for next week? Yeah, Phil. For next week, what's, what's the yeah. game plan here? So, well, I guess we're gonna have like we're gonna probably start the stream about an hour before we normally record. I would guess, and even if it's just me, you guys don't have to be there. I can sit and BS with people for an hour, um, or we can do a half hour. Whatever you guys want to do, if you guys want to come in, and we can do a half hour then, and then maybe like fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes, <laughs> maybe five. <laughs> Um, but we can. We're gonna I, have. You gotta tighten that loop up a little bit. Tighten it. See, I'm. I think content's <laughs> free flowing. I think time is just that. That's just how it is. I don't want to yeah. come down on the camera half naked, you know. And then, oh my god, the show's going. I mean, that's a good point. Fair enough. Nobody... Some people out there might 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 like it, men and women included. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> or all of those in between. I don't know. Unfiltered, <laughs> raw, and uncut. <laughs> and like a carrot. <laughs> Commander Dayton. Commander Walls. Blessed be the fruit. Go in grace, my friend. Under his eye. <laughs> Blessed day. Blessed day.